Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. We were both trying to do that uh, deep voice at the beginning of our intro very desperately and uh, failed miserably. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have the amazing voice. Wait, let me give it one more go. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the best player in football. They have that guy on uh, on ESPN. That I think he, ha- I think that's his real voice. I'm not sure, but he does like the advertisements and the transitions, oh, and yeah. uh, it doesn't sound real. It sounds forced, like. That. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Thursday, October 10th. Thursday night football tonight. Week six begins tonight. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me. What's up? We got a lot to break down. We got ten, I think nine or ten episode. I mean, uh, matchup breakdowns. We got starts and sits of the week. So, uh, and we, I think we got news too. News. So we got a lot to discuss. Before we get into the news, make sure you go over to our website, thefantasychampions.com. Look at all the content, rankings, articles, everything that you need for fantasy football year-rounds, go to our website. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at the, fantasy, uh, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram and at the FF Champs on Twitter. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the, the Fantasy Champions. Subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get into the news. So uh, there is a game tonight. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's uh, it's. Oh. <laughs> it should be over in uh, the first two and a half minutes. Dude, yeah, because Daniel Jones is gonna walk into Foxborough and shut down the New England Patriots. If he does that, speaking as a fan of the New England Patriots, I will quit. You'll quit all football. I'll just go full basketball all the time. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see um, tonight, everybody, uh, when the Giants <laughs> beat New England now because Morgan jinxed himself. Yep. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Wayne Gallman, and Evan Ingram are all out. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so it's, it's the Daniel Jones show for tonight's game. That's awful. <laughs> this, this is going to be the worst game of the year. Oh, man. Why why NFL? What What possessed you to schedule a Thursday night football game like okay I get like the Browns games I get like trying to get some of these like but like you have the Patriots you have the New England Patriots one of the best teams in the NFL and you could have put them against anybody else literally anybody well, else no not and anybody you challenged a New England Miami Thursday night <laughs> imagine that like, yeah, uh, that would have been bad. No, but I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's we pretty... play, we play. What is it? Uh, the N- is it the NFC East? Yes. So why are we not playing the Cowboys? Why are the Patriots not playing the Cowboys or the Eagles? Because they got to save that for a prime time one o'clock game, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. I think this I... is such a bad game. Like this is this is a Sunday at one o'clock game. No, it is. <laughs> it's it's so bad. Uh, the Patriots released tight end Ben Watson on Monday. Um, interesting development. There's rumors floating around that this could be tied to a trade for Tyler Eifert, AJ Green, um, and other such. You want to say another name? Go ahead, say the other name. Stephen Diggs. Okay, but there's uh, Coach Anthony Lynn wouldn't rule out Hunter Henry returning for Week Six against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Oh, interesting. That's was it. What was his original report when he got injured? Was it forty six weeks? Mean, yeah, something like that. No, I thought it was ten weeks. No, it was originally, but then Adam Schefter came out and said it was a lot sooner. Shefty dropping news, and I didn't see it. Leave it to Beaver. No, you did see it because then you roasted someone in our league for dropping him. Oh, that's true. Who has him? You're looking at him. Oh, you clown! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even do that? He has Austin Hooper, had, and then he adds Hunter. I had a roster spot, okay. All right, I am not. I almost added Chris Herndon. I've been. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I have been trying to trade for Keenan Allen, and I'm probably gonna avoid that now that I see this news. Yeah, Hunter Henry's yeah. coming back. <laughs> Melvin Gordon is back. Uh, Chargers 
I'm sorry, I was reading the wrong line. Cam Newton arrived to practice without a walking boot on Tuesday. He has been ruled out for this week's game, but it looks like he's making progress. Um, Sam Darnold will start week six against the Cowboys, so the return of Sam Darnold. Now the Jets can finally win five games and go 5-11. Yeah. Uh, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said uh, Jalen Samuels will be out at least a month following a knee scope on Monday. So... Uh, fire up your James Conner shares. Ring, ring, yeah. ring, ring. He's going to get all the passing work, and he's going to get all the running work. I don't even know who the third string running back is. I don't either, yeah. but could this backfire a little bit for James Conner owners who think he's going to be go off this month? And then, I would watch matchups. Like this week. Who are they playing this week, isn't it? Um, Chargers. The Chargers. So Mason Rudolph is out, so they're probably going to realize that James Conner is the only threat in the <laughs> offense. They're going to put eight in the box oh, and yeah. force them to throw. Yep, probably. <laughs> and if they do run life. it, he's going to lose like three yards each time because mm-hmm. he's going to get hit in the backfield immediately. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, it, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but... um, Devlin, Devlin, I, I said his name wrong on the last podcast, by the way. Uh, it's not Delvin. It's Devlin. Devlin Hodges. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm 98% sure that I had him on this year's Madden at some point. And I started him at quarterback, so there's that. <laughs> kind of You're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Deshaun Jackson has remained sidelined again. I don't know what is up with his yeah, abdomen. Is, but he, is, is this one of those injuries that's like, oh, he'll be back in a week or two, and then the end lasts. of the season happens? And Yeah, but how bad can an abdomen injury be? Like, he must have severely uh, it tore, might be, tore something. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know if he's going to miss this week's game, but uh, just keep an eye on the um, practice report for Thursday and Friday. Uh, in an Instagram video Wednesday, free agent Antonio Brown Uh-oh. encouraged the Patriots to give him a call and re-sign him. He said, and I quote, if anybody, if anybody knows or if anybody follows the Patriots' Twitter account, tell them to call me. They have to pay me anyway. I might as well earn it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would have been better if, um, uh, you know, he didn't. I I also do everything. I also know that this, notice this. I'm not a Antonio Brown defender. I neither confirm nor de- deny my belief in whether he actually did what is okay. being accused. Here's the problem. I'm gonna say this. Right after he got cut by the Patriots, we haven't heard a single word or another accusation from anybody on Antonio Brown. Is it? Is this because you just you just really want Antonio Brown on the Patriots? I kind of do. I know you do. You're I'm not going to lie. Patriots fan, I get it. A lot of us want to pretend that we don't want Antonio Brown back, but we, we want Antonio <laughs> Brown back. Honestly, the league like misses another talented wide receiver like Antonio Brown. Dude, but, what are you talking about? We have DJ Chark. <clears throat> TJ Hawkinson remains sidelined in leagues in the league's concussion protocol. Um, so he has been in concussion protocol for like two weeks now. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that Case Keenum is expected to play week six against the Dolphins. Fire up your Terry McLaren shares. Uh, Christian McCaffrey did not practice Wednesday due to a back injury. Um, but they just had to say he missed practice for some reason. This was really what they called a veteran day off. For the third-year player. Well-deserved. De- well it is, um, though, yes. Mason Rudolph, concussion, returned to practice on Wednesday. After seeing that hit, I'm kind of surprised that he even is practicing Wednesday. <laughs> He's, wow, he looked, that actually is surprising. He like passed out and looked it, totally caught. Yeah, it, it looked like when it happened, like yeah. he might be done for a while. He's still in the league's concussion protocol right now. So it is unlikely, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, without inside sources, I think Mason Rudolph is not going to play this week. But I would continue to watch that situation because if he does play this week, it definitely helps the likes of James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster better than having Devlin (laughs) Hodges as your quarterback. Who knows? Maybe he's the next uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. If he is, I will rejoice as a Juju owner. Uh, Philip Dorsett won't play in week six against the Giants. You should probably start uh, Josh Gordon. You probably should start Josh Gordon anyway, but this probably means uh, Josh Gordon and Philip Dorsett play a similar role. So I would say that this would mean good things for Josh Gordon, but I don't even know who the fifth string wide receiver is at this point. So Probably Jacoby Myers. 
He's going to get like 12 targets this week, watch. <laughs> yep. Because Brady it's hates Patriots. fantasy football. Uh, Mark Andrews missed practice Wednesday. Shoulder injury. He has been consistently on the injury report for the last three weeks. He went down twice on Sunday in the Baltimore Ravens game. Um, so I would just keep an eye on Mark Andrews this week as he practices, but I'm starting to see a little bit of injury concern show through on Mark Andrews. If you have a team who's stupid about tight ends, I would maybe try to trade him. Yeah. I always try to trade tight ends, though. And then uh, I'll, I'll hand this one off to you. Tyreek Hill might play. And I, I just heard this from Uh-oh. him, so I don't even know. Yes, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think he was limited in practice on Wednesday. Um so there is a very good chance he plays. I think I heard the team was optimistic. Um, oh, that's always I think, a good sign. I don't know if they were optimistic about him playing this week. I should pull up the exact quote. Or they were optimistic of him being a full participant in practice. Right. Um, but either way, that is optimism. So there's a good chance Tyreek Hill might come back this week, everybody. Yeah, there's uh, several teams that I see with Tyreek Hill that slide him into his lineup just for the sake of seeing Yeah, people, <laughs> I'm playing against him in two leagues and they're both... And both those teams are starting Tyree Kell right now. Yep. Oh, maybe the Chiefs will start playing and they won't take him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I think that's all we got for the news. Let's move into our week six breakdowns. And then we'll give you our starts and sits and close the show out. I feel like we just started. Because <laughs> we did. Um, so let's start off. We, we finished last episode confused as to whether or not... <laughs> <laughs> the Texans and the Chiefs were playing at 1 o'clock, and they are. And uh, that should have been the Thursday night or mon- Sunday night or Monday night football game. Literally any other time except for 1 o'clock. The NFL is really bad. That is schedule. just terrible that you have Texans-Chiefs at 1 o'clock. That better be on and national your, television, your I two, two of your primetime games are Steelers-Chargers without the Steelers' top two quarterbacks. And the other yeah. one is uh, Patriots-Giants. Yeah. And then even, I mean, what's the money? Lion, Lions Packers. That's actually a good game. Yeah, that's, that's decent. Uh, but anyway, Saints at Jaguars, Sunday at 1 o'clock. The over under is 44 points, which is actually, I'm going to say that's kind of low. I don't know. It might 44? be right. Yeah, 44 points. I, I don't uh, know. That's actually a tough one to bet over under, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something to look at because Vegas is always. Woefully informed. So there's there's that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be around that number, I think. So we have Teddy Bridgewater going up against Jacksonville and Gardner Minshew going up against New Orleans. New Orleans has had one of the most interesting pass defenses in the NFL where they've given up a lot of fantasy points to – I think they gave up 19 fantasy points last week to uh, – 19 and 20 fantasy points to Jameis Winston. The week bef- a couple weeks before, they gave up 42 to Russell Wilson – Yep, uh, most in trash time. So this situation with uh, Gardner Minshew, I mean, he's had 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns, one interception in the games that he's played so far this year. He's looked really good. He hasn't scored under 16 fantasy points. Is this guy a start for you against New Orleans? I think he is. Now, I'm not going out of my way to start him, obviously. If you have, <laughs> like, if you have a better quarterback... Start him, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the numbers, bro, speak for themselves. This dude has been balling out this year. As you said, he hasn't scored less than 16 fantasy points. Yeah. He's been a consistent 17 to 20-point guy. Um, And I think last week, I, I I don't have the number in front of me, but I think he had 23 last week. Yeah. Um, it, Whatever it was, it was his career high and mm-hmm. whatever you can say his career is a few games. Yeah. But still, yeah, he had 23 against Carolina in Carolina. You would think this week it's an easier matchup against New yeah, Orleans. Right. It does have a pretty solid defense, but they play better at home than they do on the yeah. road. Um, I think Minshew's a good and start and a good streaming option. Knowing knowing, uh, knowing that this game, I, I don't believe in the 44-point over-under, but knowing that this game is probably going to come down to offenses going back and forth. I mean, Jacksonville's defense has been not great. Not great so... I mean, they um, shut down the Titans on Thursday Night Football. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fantastic. And then uh, Bridgewater against Jacksonville is interesting. A lot of people are, you know, coming in droves to pick up Teddy Bridgewater, and they're excited about Bridgewater. I'm going to say don't start him against Jacksonville. Oh. 
Um, Wasn't he your streaming option, bro? Was he? I think he was. Oh, snap. I think you got to keep that. Go with the flow. You got it. You can't yeah. switch now. Can't switch. You're now. stuck with him. Oh, opinions change. <laughs> all right, maybe. It, <laughs> I'd rather have Gardner Minshew. You got me all excited about Minshew. Minshew mania. Let's go. Yeah, I'd start him. <laughs> Why not? I think I. I honestly, I would probably start both these guys in streaming situations. Yeah, yeah, they're both good streaming options. Like if you have like Bridgewater and a top ten quarterback, start the top ten quarterback. I'm not even. Yeah, um, and then Fournette's an obvious start. Uh, Alvin Kamara is an obvious start. Um, Fournette, he's getting closer to that that boom game. I don't oh, want to yeah. spend a lot it's of time coming. on it. He's already had some really big games, like twenty point games. But he's this only guy one is, rushing touchdown. So he only has one rushing touchdown, and it's like I mean, Kamara does too. Actually, he's gonna get he's gonna get to that point. Kamara is an interesting uh, little conversation because he's not a guy that usually puts up last year. I believe he had fifteen to seventeen hundred all purpose yards. The top three, four backs in the league always usually have somewhere around 1,900 to 2,000 all-purpose yards. Kamara is not like that. Kamara is touchdown dependent. My one concern coming into this season was his not his opportunity to score touchdowns, but that if he did see a touchdown regression from the previous year, that it would take a big hit in fantasy and he would probably finish like top six instead. Um, He hasn't scored touchdowns, and I'm not saying he's having a regression, but... It is cause for concern that he's not scoring touchdowns. Oh, yeah, for sure. For um, sure. I think he'll still be fine, though. But he does have 342 yards. Leonard Fournette's just an absolute monster. So if he scores, I feel like a game's coming where he gets 200 all-purpose it yards coming. and, like, two touchdowns. It's it like every, a 40-point yeah, game. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. So start both of them. Um, how do you feel about Shark? <sighs> My boy. Unfortunately, I had to trade him in fantasy this week. Against really New sad. Orleans? You like him against New Orleans? I do. I do like him against New Orleans. Um... For the same reason, I kind of like Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I just like Gardner Minshew in general. He's like, I like Gardner. But it's the the Saints defense has been not great this year against quarterbacks. Okay. Um, they've given up a lot of passing yards, mm-hmm. which is an advantage for DJ Chark. And DJ Chark has kind of just emerged as Gardner Minshew's favorite target and his go-to target. So the number two, year th- two wide receiver breakout. It could be, yeah. I mean, it, and the way he's played this year... How can you not start him right now? No, I know. He's your Tyler Boyd of 2019. Yeah. Because he started the year behind Westbrook and Chris Conley. And uh, and he's jumped ahead of both of those guys to be the number one. Um, he will slow down. Be prepared for that. But I would start him against New Orleans. Uh-huh. Um, what about Westbrook against New Orleans? Do you think that uh, they're going to be chasing the Saints probably for majority of this game? Yeah. Um, DJ Char can't t- catch three touch. I mean, he can, but... <laughs> He's not going to catch three touchdowns in one game. He so caught two last week. Westbrook, yeah, even worse. Um, Westbrook, it, it, he might be a good play. He might be, yeah. Um, yeah. As a low-end flex option if you do have him, but I doubt anybody owns him. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not. probably not going with Westbrook, unless then, it's like uh, a low-end flex. Start Michael Thomas. Obviously. Um, I, a lot of people really like Jared Cook still, and I thought, He's gotten touchdown last week, bro. Uh, His first of the year. That's exactly why you shouldn't start him next this week. Yeah, I'm not starting Jared Cook. Yeah, don't start Jared Cook. Uh, Let's move on to our next game. Seattle at Cleveland. The Seahawks at the Browns, 47.5 point over under. When is Vegas going to learn the Browns suck? Wow. I Um, I like the Browns. I like like my Vegas. I know you love the Browns. Um, Russell Wilson facing off against Cleveland Browns pass defense. He has 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he's currently the what? Number one quarterback in Hall of Fantasy he's, football. He's the number one quarterback. Uh, this is he's, a must. He's having an MVP. Game. If if the MVP was decided today, it would be McCaffrey, in my opinion. But number two would be Russell Wilson. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, Baker is a guy that you shouldn't even be touching. Oh yeah, no, get away from bench, Baker. Bench Baker. Do you see this just overall as a game where the Browns? figure it out because at some point something's gonna like click it could be you know it's funny the browns have been so terrible this year and they're two and three and i think they might go two and four after this week i still mm-hmm. think they might win the division because that division blows the Bengals oh, are yeah. not going gonna win the division the steelers have a chance to the win steelers them. have a chance but i don't think they will um the ravens they are obviously the baltimore. favorites but they almost Cle- beat baltimore it's true but cleveland did beat baltimore so yeah it's like 
So, I mean, obviously, don't start Baker no, no, no. this week. Look yeah, at his numbers. Away from it. It's bad. 1,200 yards, four touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's just been putrid. That's terrible. Uh, but start Russell Wilson. Uh, we have Chris Carson against Cleveland. I would start him with confidence against Cleveland. Last week, they got gashed by Matt Breida. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I would, and, uh, would be... And Carson also, I think, had, I want to say, 27 carries last week on Thursday yeah. Night Football. I so. don't think he'll touch the ball nearly as much. No, 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 that was insane. But I'm not sure he. Well, yeah, if, he'll uh, probably get like around 20 touches though. Are you concerned about Chubb against Seattle? Uh, he's I'll, been really maybe good. a little bit, but it, he's, he's been, been really he's been fantastic. Sure. I mean, yeah. you're starting him no matter what. Uh, we got OBJ, OBJ, the concerning OBJ. I love him, but yeah, I love all the Browns. Really, and I—it's so sad you can't that start Odell, them, Odell yeah. right now. I'm not going to start him. Okay, against Seattle, you wouldn't do it. I, I mean, see. If, I don't. If my think receivers it's to, are I don't weak. Think, then I don't. I guess. I don't I do, think it's. I don't think it's. If I have depth at the position. Yeah, if you have depth, I guess not. But I would. I'm not. I'm not at the point yet where I'm going to say don't start OBJ. He's had two bad games. Like you know what I mean. Let's relax. Yeah, but I mean, he hasn't had a good game this year. He had a 25 point game in week two. He did, but it was off one play pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, even if that one play didn't happen, he still would have had like 14, 15 points in that game. So uh, He's not a bad – he's like uh, – to me, I'm not at the point. Like if he does this two more weeks in a row, then, yeah, you bench him. But I just – it's Odell Beckham. Like they're No, trying, you're right. You should start him, but they're I'm just trying saying to if get, you have like – Yeah, no. They're trying to get him involved, and whether it's him throwing the football – doing stupid end arounds and trying to get like they're trying to find ways to get him involved yeah and uh it's working in some aspects and it's not working in others no um so i would i would be okay starting odell this week but uh scale of one to ten panic meter oh it's like on odell what is your panic see i'm gonna say six okay i'm gonna say six oh yeah no yeah i'll go seven i'll I'll bring it down a little bit split the difference um like I have a quick question. Yeah, if you picked up DJ Chark like three weeks ago on your team, and you just kept kept him on the bench because you have Odell Beckham, this week do you make the move? Do you start Chark over Odell? Who am I playing? Do I? Okay, here's how, okay. here's how here's how I'll answer it. If you have a game against an easy team and you're deciding between DJ Chark and Odell, play Odell. If you need a boom performance from a player. And just to get a win because you think you're going to lose and start Chark. Okay. Yeah. Because I think Odell, like he's still getting targeted seven to eight times a game. And when he starts catching the ball eventually, um, he's going to come down with it. He's going to get you 10 to 12 points. I think his floor is higher than Chark's, where I think Chark could just completely puke himself. His, his play is dependent on Gardner Minshew's play. Yeah. So... As well as Beckham's is, but Beckham's still getting Mayfield's been terrible this year, and he's still getting yeah. I want to ask a quick question. Jarvis Landry has been really good in the slot. There has been some people questioning even is Jarvis Landry the wide receiver to own on the Cleveland Browns this year, um, which I find very interesting. He doesn't have a touchdown catch this year, but he does have no. 403 receiving yards. Um, on 22 receptions, he has more receiving yards than Odell and one less reception than Odell. So. Um, is he worth a low-end option against Seattle or no? He could be. If, you, if you're at the point where you have to start, you, st- you still, in your opinion, have to start Odell, yep. or thinking that, then I think you should consider also starting Jarvis Landry. Okay. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, against Seattle, no. It is home against Seattle. <clears throat> That's true. It's tough. Low end option at flex, yeah. I would start him. He's um, a flex option, but Lockett is becoming a must start. His target share is way too high to not start him, especially against Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Lockett's if, been awesome. The only concern is that if Cleveland doesn't show up and this turns into another 49ers matchup where they just comp- get completely like destroyed, destroyed manhandled. manhandled, then uh, uh, anything in the Browns' offense is going to be bad. And then I think that's also going to indirectly affect. Not Chris Carson, but Tyler Lockett, you know, uh, Disley and Metcalf. So I would just keep an eye on that situation. But I, I think it's going to be a decent week for the Browns. Um, I would start Disley against Cleveland. And then this is interesting. Seattle's actually been kind of bad. I think it's like they they give up the 
top five most fantasy points to tight ends this year. Um, right now, Cleveland's tight end is Ricky Seals-Jones because David Njoko, I believe, is out. Yeah, he's out to like week um, 12. Yeah, so uh, is, is 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 do you want any no. part of that? Okay, no. yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. I do not want to touch Ricky Seals-Jones. Um, let's move on to the next game. Bengals at Ravens Sunday at 1 o'clock. The 48-point over-under. So this is a little higher scoring than I initially thought 48. it was. Yeah, 48-point over-under. I checked it twice just to confirm that was true, and it is. Um, Andy Dalton is a sit to me against Baltimore. Yeah, um, in he's, Baltimore. He's a bad streaming option. Now, he has 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. He's not been bad this year, but I think he's just a – like if you – have a deeper quarterback league and, and there's like 15 quarterbacks owned and this is the only option you have for streaming then Andy Dalton is a good stream but against Baltimore he is a no-go like don't even start him go don't go anywhere near yeah. Andy Dalton uh I don't know if you have anything else to add on that but um, no I'm just not starting Andy Dalton in Baltimore <laughs> uh Lamar Jackson up against Cincinnati is a go Yes. Yeah. Don't even. Don't even question it. <laughs> um, running backs. Joe Mixon against Baltimore. We. Uh, you got a Ugh. question on your Twitter about starting Joe Mixon this this week. So maybe this uh, listener will actually listen. It's so tough. This far into our podcast and and hear whether or not you should start Joe Mixon. I. I would not start him unless you have a better option. Yeah. And like the question I got was Sony Michelle or Joe Mixon. That was tough. I think this week, I'm probably starting Sony against the Giants versus Mixon on the road against Baltimore. Right. I think Balt- Baltimore will take their lead early in that game. Cincinnati's going to be forced to throw mm-hmm. the ball because right. they're losing by a gazillion points. Um, Mixon's just so like up and down this season. Yeah, yeah and he's he's not been good on the ground. No. Well, he. Ha- I mean. I am tempted to say, so right now he's fallen, if you look at the uh, Fantasy Pros ECR, he's fallen so far down for experts in the rankings that he's, I think he's 19 now, which to me at that point, if he's that low, then not that he's a week-to-week option because he's still an RB2, but you can justifiably say, I'm facing Baltimore, I'm going to sit Joe Mixon this week. Yeah. And for me, if you have options on, like, if you don't have a better option, start Joe Mixon. But if you do not have a better option, you, if you do have a better option, then you should go in the direction of Joe Mixon. You shouldn't hold out and say, okay, I'm not. But it's like, you don't want to stick a guy in your lineup and then completely have him poop his pants and not play well. Yeah. Um, so, and Baltimore has one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. So that's very, very concerning. Um, Mark Ingram has been absolutely insane this year. He, I believe... Six touchdowns. I'm not sure I'm... I'm not sure, I don't know if I'm right on this, but I believe he leads the NFL in touch, rushing touchdowns this year. Um, Mark Ingram is being utilized in the red zone. He's getting a lot... Like He's had 74 rushing attempts. Gus Edwards has 38 rushing attempts. Justice Hill has had 13. So he is the clear RB1. He's the workhorse in Baltimore, which is surprising to me to say because I didn't believe that that would happen. But if he continues scoring touchdowns, he becomes a top 10 running back. You know who is so high on Mark Ingram this year and really wanted him from you because you drafted him in our league? You. It was me. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked Mark Ingram too. I just don't. It was so hard to sell him at the beginning of the year because no one else believed. <laughs> Dude, you didn't even ask me, bro. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want anyone on your team. Um, Mark wow. Ingram must start this week. Uh, are you starting anybody? Okay, so let's just say we'll start Mark Andrews. Yeah. Uh, because it's Cincinnati, are you starting Marquise Brown? If he plays, he he didn't practice Wednesday. Yep. Um, Keep an eye on. He that had that ankle injury this past week. Yeah. Who did they play against this past week? I don't remember. But he got he got injured in the game. Um, yeah. So if he does play and is go. healthy, I think yeah he's a go. I think you start him against then, Cincinnati. Uh, Baltimore has their uh, for some reason their I can't remember what the guy's name is, but their uh, inside slot corner struggles against slot receivers. So Tyler Boyd should be in for another good week this week. Um, he's going to get his normal eight to 12 targets and, you know, he'll probably put up 90 to a hundred yards, um, which is probably going to be in half. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> the, the boom for him, the boom or the, but I think his floor is good, but I think the boom comes from whether or not he scores another touchdown, which, which isn't, 
I don't know if Cincinnati There's can no get time. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, is there anyone else you wanted to talk about in this game? Or um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I want to bring up Tate, the homie Tate, Auden Tate. But I, I at the same time I don't because it's in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, I would. Everyone that picked up Auden Tate this week off the waivers, don't start him. Yeah. Don't. Stay far away. Uh, 49ers at Rams, 50 point over under. This is going to be a great game at 4 o'clock. Um, there's actually a bunch of really good games at 4 o'clock. This is a good But the 49ers yeah, our at Rams. primetime games were, the Char- <laughs> <laughs> were those games, Chargers and Steelers and Patriots yeah. and Giants. So we got Jimmy G going up against Los Angeles. Um, right now, Jimmy G is a streaming option. I would not start Jimmy G. Not this week. Um, not this week. Um and then as far as the other side, Jared Goff is at home. He's going up against, this is a weird game. He's going up against a hard San Francisco 49ers pass rush and secondary. Their defense has been really good this year. But Jared Goff is at home. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with it and say start Jared Goff. Okay. You got to roll with it. I'll play devil's advocate and say sit him. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't disagree. Jared Goff has seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Actually, so I'm not really saying Sim. Yeah, I think he's going to be like the tenth quarterback. Would you like? He's going to be a yeah, super low he'll end. Probably get like high end QB two, low end QB one. He'll probably give you twenty. Points. I was just going to say like about, about eighteen. Um, definitely, I would play him at home though. He's not going to yeah completely crap the bed unless you ha- like again if you have right. better options on your team like mm-hmm. Kyler Murray or. Right. Someone like that, right. Lamar Jackson, obviously. Right, but um, running backs for the 49ers, Matt Breda, um, Tevin Coleman. You got Raheem Mustard, and then uh, Todd Gurley for the Rams. So I think this is. I'm going to change my tune a little bit after the Monday Night Football game for Matt Breda, Breda, however you want to say it. Um, I think he's the one now. There's no way they okay. don't start giving him um, like Tevin Coleman's gonna play the Tevin Coleman role, yeah, <laughs> like he did in Atlanta. But I think Matt Breida is now becoming the the number one running back in this offense. He's been really good with his opportunities. He had a really good game against Cleveland. Now it's Cleveland, so I'm not really, you know, gonna hold too much water to that. But do you start him against Los Angeles? I want to talk about that a little later. Okay. Um, I like Coleman. He also had a good game. Would you start him as a low end flex option against Los Angeles? Probably not. Okay, I wouldn't either. Um, and then Todd Gurley this week against uh, against San Francisco. It's going to be kind of a tough game. It is but a tough matchup, but it's they're still at home. Todd they're going to get in the red zone, and Todd Gurley's probably going to score. <laughs> and the touchdown dependent Todd Gurley, he might get a thousand yards and twenty one touchdowns this year. <laughs> I don't think he's getting twenty one TDs. He probably he's right now. He has five. He's on pace for twenty. He's on pace for 16, I see. We've played look, five games, bro. I'll look that up right now and prove it to you. But, you know, he's on pace he, for quite a He has a five touchdowns through five games. He's he's going to get the touchdown work. What I'm saying is that the, <laughs> I'm just the, whether he scores 18 or 21 <laughs> touchdowns, does that really matter? My goodness. You mean, okay, I said 16, bro. Yeah, he's on pace for 16. Why'd you um, have to look that up? That wasn't hard. No, hard I, had to to, I had to confirm if it was true or not. <laughs> He's like, it's not hard math to do. Yes, it it's is. It's literally just one. Okay, I'm not going to get into <laughs> He's it. He's like, I'm not going to get into it. Um, he hasn't caught a receiving touchdown yet this year, which I think he will do at some point. Yeah. So um, I would not surprise me if he scored 20 touchdowns and had only 1,000 yards. That would be so ridiculous. It would be. Um but- Still good fantasy season. Yeah, so start him against San Francisco, but just be just beware that he might not have the best day. Um, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks is becoming definitely a boomer bust option. Which we knew that going in. Which we season. knew that going in. I would bench him against San Francisco this week, yep. unfortunately. Um, I think you're safe to start Cooper Cup, and I honestly think you're probably safe to start Robert Woods in this game as well. Um, okay. But outside of that. That's interesting that Robert Woods doesn't have a touchdown this year. That yeah. I'm surprised about. That's probably why he hasn't been performing as well. But right. anyway. Um, and then I wouldn't start anybody from no, the receiver before. George Kittle must start. We'll talk about Gerald Everett later. Right. Um, let's move on to the next game. Falcons at Cardinals. 51 and a half point over under. This one is a high-scoring affair, and I'm not even sure why. 
Because uh, it's two crappy defenses. <laughs> that's true. Uh, both teams are uh, w- have one win, so there's that. One of these um, teams will have their second win of the season. I would start Matt Ryan against Arizona. That's a must start. Yep, um, and then we'll talk about Kyler Murray later, but I'll just say start him against Arizona. Um, Freeman... Against Arizona, he has been struggling this year. He has 58 rush attempts and 187 yards. It's a, it's absolutely awful. Uh, do you are you feeling like at, at this point? I think for people, it's become a week to week thing with Devonta Freeman and whether you want to start him or not. Um, are you starting Devonta Freeman against Arizona? I think this is definitely a game you got to start him. Yeah, typically I'd say no. It's like, um, don't start him because he blows. Yeah, honestly, but this week against Arizona, he's probably he's in been line getting for like a better. point game. See, so I'd I'd start him. Us as fantasy uh, analysts will say, yeah, Freeman's probably a guy you shouldn't be thinking about on a week to week. But ninety percent of people that own him are probably like, I'm starting him every week because they spent a third round pick on him. Yep, and I'm like, uh, at this point, five weeks into the season, you kind of know what a guy is. Um, and if he breaks out, then you can come up with that later. But a good matchup against Arizona. Yeah. You definitely got to start him. And then David Johnson has been bad on the ground as well this year. But he's getting the passing work. And in a game that's probably going to be high scoring, David Johnson's going to have a fantastic week this week. 20-point so, week. Yeah, probably a 20-point week. So he should be okay. Um, as far as the wide receivers for the Arizona Cardinals, um, you have Fitzgerald and Kirk basically splitting. They haven't thrown a lot of passing touchdowns. Um, but I mean, either one of these guys, do you want to start him this week? Uh, I don't think Kirk's playing this week. Um, he missed last week as oh, well. Is... He's he's injured. He had an ankle okay. injury. Um, if he does play, yeah, then I'm not sure if I'm starting either. But if he doesn't play, I think Fitzgerald right. is a good. Actually, no, I'm starting Fitzgerald either way. Okay. Um, he's been the red zone target for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. He, he's only thrown four touchdowns and half of them have gone to Fitzgerald. <laughs> um, and in a game that will probably be high scoring, a lot of offense, yeah, uh, I think Fitzgerald will be a good play. Julio Jones is a must start, but Calvin Ridley is the question here. 21 receptions, 295 yards, three touchdowns. He's basically the same player that he was last year. Yep. I think in this offense uh, against Arizona in a high scoring game, you have to start Calvin Ridley. Um, there are going to be some people who picked up Muhammad Sanu this week, who has 29 receptions, 281 yards, and a touchdown. Um, is Muhammad Sanu a low-end option for you? Or are you probably are you av- avoiding? Yeah, see, I'm, I'm going to avoid. But people are going to ask about Muhammad Sanu this week against Arizona. I guarantee. I, if there is going to be a week to start him, though, I think this might be the week. Yeah, it might be the week. Uh, Cowboys at Jets, 43-point over-under. Um, man, that's... Cowboy, this should be a good game for the Cowboys offense, but uh, you can never say never on it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Sam Donald's return this week. Um, I would definitely, if you have a Sam Donald obsession and you're a Jets fan and you're like, I'm going to pick up Sam Donald, I'm no. going to start him this week, don't do that. The next two weeks. If you want to win fantasy, don't pick up. They play the Cowboys and Patriots this week too, or next week. So, uh Sam Darnold's going to need a few weeks to come back anyway. Yeah. Uh, Dak against the Jets is a must start, I think. Um, it's a good matchup. You kind of have to start him. His beginning of the season has been so putrid, more yeah. specifically because he's playing the AFC East. Uh, Zeke is a must start. Zeke has been – he's getting the opportunity, and he's been in games. He's getting like 15 to 20 points a game. Right. But he hasn't had that monster game yet. I'm waiting for it to happen. Hopefully it happens against the Jets. He's had so many good opportunities to like have I'm a huge game. I'm surprised he hasn't had a 30-point game. It's because in the easier games, for some reason, Dallas struggles offensively, and I, I don't understand it. Um, but he's a start. Um, Le'Veon Bell this week against Dallas. This is a tough matchup. But you believe in Le'Veon. I think he's been putrid on the ground. 3.5 yards a carry. I think Darnold will pull some stuff away. But I don't know if it's uh, – he's had 71 rushing attempts for 206 yards. I mean, that's yeah terrible. <laughs> um, um, he's a start, obviously. You have to start him because he gets the opportunity. But What I'll just say about Le'Veon Bell is Luke Folk has been the quarterback, and he might be the worst quarterback I've seen in a long time. Wow. Um, he was brutal. The teams, when they played against the Jets, they would stack the box, kind of what I was saying. 
um, about James Conner recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and they forced the Jets to throw the ball. The Jets still ran it, and Le'Veon Bell would get hit behind the line pretty much every single play. Yeah. So, of course, I think his rushing numbers are down. Right. I don't even know if they're going to go up too much in the next two weeks because, again, Cowboys-Patriots is right. two very tough matchups. But second half of the season, long term. He's got a soft schedule. He has a soft oh, schedule. Oh, I just yawned into the microphone. Um, It's one of those things that if you're looking long term, you want to go to that Bell fantasy owner and mm-hmm. just let it play out because I think yeah. he's going to have two average weeks again because the Bell fantasy owner is probably waiting for Darnold to come back. Now he sees Darnold comes back, everything's yeah. going to be fine. Right. Well, there's they have two tough matchups, and Bell still is average. Mm-hmm. That's af- after that happens, then you go attack. You get Le'Veon Bell in a right. trade. Um, so I'm still very high on Le'Veon Bell. This week, though, I think he's going to be like 10 to 15 points. So uh, you have Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder so far this year has two, 22 receptions, 174 yards. And 14 um, of those 22 receptions came in week one when Sam Darnold played. Yeah. So uh, Jamison Crowder, I don't think as a start this week against no, Dallas. Or even next week I would against say, England. Yeah, uh, the next two weeks I'd set him. But once they get to the last part uh, of the schedule. He, I know for you, <laughs> you're going to. You're, I've been hanging out with Crowder. Yeah, you're going to hang on to Crowder, but a majority of people are going to drop Crowder. So if you do not own Crowder, yeah, go out after he blows for two weeks and pick him up. I know who knows, maybe he doesn't blow. Maybe he actually plays well. If he plays well against the Cowboys and Patriots, then he's going to be really really I don't good think it's even going to be him playing well. I think it's just that he's going to get targeted 15 times because they don't have anyone else to throw to. And you and they're going to be behind the whole time, so Crowder's probably going to catch like 7 to 10 balls. And if he does that, he'll have like 10, 11, 12 fantasy points a week. Like, I, I mean, that's... So you still think he's going to be decent then? Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I it's, I, I don't think... I, don't start him this week. It's no risky. But if he does have a really good week this week, I don't want to start him against New England either. <laughs> I'm not starting any players. Hold on, to, hold on to Jamison Crowder. Yes, um, keep him on your team. Robbie Anderson is a no-go. Uh, Herndon has had some recent news. He uh, was running routes last week and hurt his hamstring. We're, they're not sure he's going to play this week. Um, if he does have a hamstring injury, uh, we continue to wait to see if they want to utilize the tight end position. So there's that. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, you have Amari Cooper, who's a must-start. Um, these two guys I've been thinking about kind of as starts. Michael Gallup who has 20 receptions, 339 yards, and a touchdown against the Jets' defense. He's been actually relatively decent to start the year. Um, he's playing the slot receiver role in that yeah, offense. he might be a good start. And last week he had, I think it was 10 targets. So um, Michael Gallup might be a good start this week. Um, and then Jason Witten at the tight end position is entirely touchdown dependent. <sighs> it's like but four catches for 20 yards Against again. the Jets, if they're scoring a lot, What's the over-under again? 44? Yeah. Of 43? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be high score. I'm probably not starting Jason If they Witten. score 35 points, Jason Witten might catch a touchdown. He he's might, he's yeah. targeted in the red zone so much just because, for some reason, Amari Cooper can't get open unless he has, like, field to work with. Um, so I think Witten could be a guy that they throw to in the red zone in that game if they're in that area a lot. We'll see what happens. I think he's a I think he's a good streamable option if you have Darren Waller on a bye week. <laughs> like That's fair. So. Um, Titans at Broncos, thirty nine point over under, um, second to last four o'clock game that we're gonna do. This is this is a game that uh, we probably don't have too much to talk about with. Um, Mariota, I would say, is a sit this week against Denver. Yeah. Um, I would say Joe Flacco is never a play. <laughs> um, <laughs> Derrick Henry has been okay so far this season. He's been uh, he's slowly leaking himself back into the RB two conversation. Yeah, he's he's he started the off. The good thing very about Henry hot. though is he's a guaranteed like thirteen fantasy points because he's gonna get he's not gonna get catch right, but he's either gonna get like twenty five carries for one hundred and thirty yards right, or he's gonna get like seventy yards and a touchdown. So. After his after his massive week against Cleveland week one where he had that 70-something yard touchdown catch, his only catch of the season. <laughs> I mean, he get, he gets a few catches. But yeah, he has one. That. He's had five catches this year. Yeah. He's going to end with like maybe 20 or 16. There you go. Hey. The basic math. Um, 
He had 28 points in that week one, but after that, against Indianapolis, he had 16. He had 11 against Jacksonville, 11 against Atlanta, and then 13 against Buffalo. So Denver so far this year has been pretty porous on the ground. He's obviously a start. Um, I think he's safe to go with this week, but I don't think he's any more than a mid to high end RB two at this point. Yeah. Um, he's not going to, unless he has like a three touchdown game, he's not going to get you those 25 fantasy point games that you want. Um, and he's I a think, very good RB two though. I think like he's a, he's a guy that's going to get you eight, seven. Mark Ingram has the same concerns for me. He's a, he's a guy that'll get you seven in a half PPR setting. A guy who doesn't catch the ball is going to get you seven to eight fantasy points on the ground and then punch it in once, and that'll be their game. That'll be 14, 15 fantasy points, and that's what he's doing. So it's like when he doesn't score a touchdown, he has a mediocre game. And when he does score a touchdown, in half PPR, it's just so hard to have Henry be a really good option. In Um, standard league, he's an RB1. Yeah, in standard league, he's an RB1. But in half PPR, like low on... Even in standard, he's uh, how much how much touchdown opportunity is Tennessee going to have? You know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, I would he's a start this week against Denver, who, who's given up the twenty eighth. He's a start borderline every week, honestly. Yeah. Um, Lindsey has been surprisingly good against Tennessee. I'm sitting him. Uh, shocker. Yeah. Just because Tennessee, you know, Tennessee uh, does have a very good defense. Though. Cortland Sutton, are you starting him this week against? Uh, I want Denver? to. Yeah. You mean against Tennessee? Against Tennessee, um, I'm sorry. I want to. But, but you shouldn't. Yeah, you really shouldn't. Not, shouldn't not against Tennessee. Like, Sutton's been very good this year. Um, I think in half PPR, he's the number 10 receiver right now. Yeah. Um, And, like, last week, Emmanuel Sanders had one target, mm-hmm. one catch. Um, Sutton's kind of slowly becoming Joe Flacco's go-to guy, but it's Joe yeah. Flacco's go-to guy. Yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco. That's all you got to say. Uh, and then there's no one on the receiver core for uh, Tennessee that you want to start. Um, Delaney Walker against Tennessee might be, I mean, against Denver might be a good play this week. Um, Denver hasn't been great against tight ends, so they're middle of the pack, mediocre. So if you have Delaney Walker, you probably should saddle them up. Uh, Steelers at Chargers, 41 point over under. Um, this is a Sunday night football game. Awesome. <laughs> Devlin Hodges, no. Phillip Rivers, yes. I would play Phillip Rivers yeah. against Pittsburgh. And he, 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 um, Rivers burned people last week. Yeah, he had a terrible week. So I would, I would definitely home, play him. I, I would definitely play him this week. I would too. Uh, James Conner is going to get all the work. Um, I still, you're still playing James Conner. You're still playing James Conner. Uh, and then as far as the other side, what do you, what do you make of this Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler situation? I'm probably playing both unless it's standard, then I'm just playing Gordon. But his half was really bad last week. He was, but like, that is the, that like I literally to justify my thoughts on Melvin Gordon. I had to look at previous years. I literally looked back at three years of football for him. He hasn't had a game that bad. In a long time, and he had touched the ball. Also, his first game. He in touched a year the ball sixteen times, and he had an awful game. Or not a year and a half, but it's been a while since Melvin Gordon's played football. Um, well, who did he play last week? I forgot. It was Denver. Yeah, no, that should have been a game where he scores fifty points. But he so. But what encouraged me was Eckler had two carries in that game to Melvin Gordon's twelve, and the team was losing all game. Eckler um, wasn't carrying the ball anyway. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like Melvin Gordon's. Oh yeah, he's going to get that. He's going to get the carries. Sunday night when they're beating the Steelers by 20 points, Melvin Gordon's going to get 20 carries. Right, I would think. Now he's obviously a start, and it's not like he was completely out of the passing game either. He had six targets. I'm just questioning the actual value of Melvin Gordon at this point. Um, It's still we'll see. We'll see as the weeks go along, but um, yeah, Austin Eckler, I would say as a start. Just because he gets the passing work, he but is. It's gonna if, be tough. If you're if you're in a standard league, though, you're obviously not starting him. Yeah, and then but uh, he, he's getting like eight targets a game, eight to ten targets. So. Wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster has been. Uh, I mean, he's been okay. He had ten fantasy points. He had two ten-point games, two fifteen-point games, and then a three-point game on Monday Night Football where he burgered. He's a uh, he's a mid-range wide receiver too. So unless uh, Devlin Hodges is the next Gardner Minshew or 
uh, Mason Rudolph gets unlocked and upgraded like in Madden, um, Juju's probably going to stick at that say, wide receiver if, two if range. Hodges definitely starts this week, which it looks like he pretty much is. Do you consider benching Juju this week? No, I, you got to start him. You got to play him. See, I would. I don't know if I would, dude. That's kind of a little bit of a reaction. See, a lot of people are like, oh my God, Juju absolutely It's not blows. about Juju. It's about the quarterback. Yeah, but he's still going to get targeted seven to ten times. He had like, I think, four, I think he had like a, four catches from Devlin Hodges in the second half. If of the Devlin game. Hodges throws for 150 yards and two interceptions, which I think is a possibility, how and zero touchdowns, I think all ten. I think there will be seven you think passes to Juju of, of, and seven, uh, seven. Pa- it was okay. not even about that. If he gets like seven, I'm not, to 80 I'm not, yards, I'm not fully benching Juju. Like I think Juju's going to get okay. ten points. Like that's probably where he's going to go. Like that's it. He's yeah, not gonna, okay. He's not going to catch a that. touchdown. I think he's going to get. He'll about probably 10 catch six to seven balls. Yeah, and get like sixty yards. Yeah, okay, sixty-five yards. But yeah. so if you if you if you have a better option at flex though, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, not I'm playing not, Juju at flex. I'm putting him. Oh yeah, I am playing Juju at flex. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I thought we were talking. I thought they were on Thursday night. I'm no, got confused. You're tripping. Um, yeah, I I would start Juju. He's not he's not reached that point where like. He's I like, oh, like I'm gonna. Week, bet. I'm gonna. I know you don't like him. You don't like any no, no, the, players on my team. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, this has nothing to do with your fantasy team. I'm saying Hodges is starting. No, I understand. Sunday that. night against we the Chargers. We obviously don't know either what is going on with quarterback Mason Rudolph. But yeah, um, if Rudolph was playing, I'd say definitely. Juju is I'm just not. See, here's the thing with Juju Smith-Schuster, and this is what people don't. What you need to realize with Juju is that. Yeah, with Devlin Hodges in the game, he could absolutely bust out and have four points and, and just completely crap. Yeah. But. You still have to start him. You still have to start him, and here's why. Devlin Hodges could hit Juju on a crossing pattern, and Juju could take it 60 yards for a touchdown. Like, he's talented, he's fast, he's good at the game of football, and he's similar to, like, Odell in that context where he could turn a five-yard dunk play, a dink play, into, like, a touchdown just because he's, you know, Juju or Odell. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's why you have to start Juju because if that, something like that does happen, say they're on, like, the 25-yard line and they throw a crossing pattern to Juju and he just breaks out, scores a touchdown, 75-yard touchdown, but then you're sitting there going, oh, I left him on my bench. Whereas if you're talking about a guy like DJ Chark, you know, he's a guy that is, we know he's good, but his playability fully depends on how much workload he gets. Whereas a guy like Odell and Juju, yes, workload matters, but I think they can make something happen. I so get what you're saying. For me, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta play Juju at this point. If he continues to completely blow because of his quarterback, then I will start fading him in a couple weeks to the bench. But I, there's nothing to me that has shown me that, Juju is worth a move to the bench at this point because he's been getting ten to fifteen fantasy points a game. So it's just the Hodges factor. The <laughs> wait, Hodges. Um, Keenan Allen is a must start this week. He has been concerning, but stardom. It's so difficult. No, you, you're Hunter, starting Keenan Allen no matter what. Yeah, you're starting Keenan Allen no matter he what. Has but he had struggling. seven points, three points. I don't know what they've been doing, but you got to get Keenan Allen the ball. I believe Mike Williams is going to play in this game. Um, as well, and we might also get the return of Hunter Henry. So a lot, a lot of Mel's Mel's defeat in that offense. Yeah. Um, but I would, you know, obviously start uh, Hunt, uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Thank <laughs> okay. You. Wow, that took a lot to get out. Uh, and then we'll let's just quickly go to the last game: Lions at Packers, forty-seven point over under. Um, we have Rodgers. I think against Detroit, this is going to be a high-scoring game. So I would yes. say start Rodgers. Um, stream, don't stream. Stafford, I sorry. wouldn't. I like Stafford this year a lot. I keep every time I see the Packers um, logo, I think sucky defense, and I'm not used to this like them being a good pass yeah, defense. That is weird, yeah. But um, uh, Stafford has been good this year. It just, it's just it's hard against matchup. Green Bay in in Green Bay too in Lambeau. I'm not a fan of that. Like um, there's probably six quarterbacks, maybe five quarterbacks in all of the NFL that I would play against Green Bay. Yeah. It's not so, a lot. Not a lot. Uh, Rogers week to week, we've been saying start or sit him each week. It's been pretty predictable. Yeah, uh, I think this week is a start in Green Bay. In Green Bay yep. against Detroit, yep. I think in a Monday Night Football game, I would start Aaron Rodgers this week. And Carry On has a magical matchup against Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay has been absolutely awful against rushing attacks. Now, if for some odd reason Detroit 
is up 21 nothing then uh i mean uh Down. Gr- green bay or- is up 21 nothing then carry on he does have the passing work but, but i don't think yeah, he can it, have the big game that he you want him yeah. to i the think only this way is gonna, has a big week i think is if- this is on monday night football i think this is going to be a bounce back and forth game this is not going to be as somebody's killing somebody this is going to be going back and forth the whole the whole game okay. if that does happen they're going to use carry on a lot they will, so yeah. saddle up your carry on johnson <laughs> shares uh aaron jones had a monster week i don't know if jamal williams is coming back i am gonna look that up really quickly aaron jones has eight touchdowns that is absolutely <laughs> five games so far now if jamal williams plays are you concerned at all about starting him. I would start him still no matter what, but I would be concerned. There's that he's no have news it. on Jamal Williams yet. Wow. So really? That probably means he's not, he's not playing. Yeah, I would think he's um, not. But if he does play, the workload will be split between Jones and Williams. Yeah. I, I think that's the case. Jones will get the red zone work. Jones is always – he's a, he's an automatic start on a week-to-week basis, but don't expect 42 points from him again. Like, to expect no, that yeah, is great. Yeah. Um, you got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Both have gotten the same amount of receptions, the same target share. They're actually uh, both been playing relatively decent. Kenny Galladay's just been the guy in front because of his touchdowns, four touchdowns. So um, two Marvin Jones, one. So uh, would you start any of these? Guys? Well, obviously start Kenny Galladay, yeah, but you Kenny. would you start Jones uh, in any capacity against Green Bay? Maybe as a flex, low flex option, okay. but that's probably about it. Okay. Um, Hawk will not play probably. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that yeah. situation. If he clears concussion protocol, he'll probably come in and play, but we'll see. Um, Devontae Adams. I haven't heard a lot of news on Devontae Adams either, so watch the practice report. I believe he did not practice on Wednesday. I'm not sure, though. I'll look it up right now. Um, but if if Adams is in, start him. If he's out, obviously don't play him. Um, are you looking at Valdez Scantling or Geronimo Allison in this game in case? Yeah, uh, if those guys, if um, Devontae Adams is out then you have to look at those guys. But if Devontae Adams is in, I, right. I'm i just kind of staying away from them. Okay. Um, and then I think Jimmy Graham, I'll talk about him a little bit later, but Jimmy Graham is a good option this week um, at tight end. So unless there's anything else you want to talk about this game, we'll move on. I don't see any news on Devontae Adams. This is so weird. <sighs> no news. I, I don't like this. I don't even know if he practiced or not. Let's move into our starts and sits segment for week six. Um, I'll start off with my quarterback and my sit. Well, I'll start off with my start and sit at quarterback, uh, and then we'll go to Rick and we'll do this back and forth okay. really, really, really quickly. Yes. So my start of the week, Kyler Murray against Atlanta. Um, he doesn't throw a lot of passing touchdowns, but this guy just runs it all over the field. Um, they have gotten in the red zone an insane amount this year and have yeah. not cashed in in terms of touchdowns. So I think what I'm thinking is that. If Kyler Murray can start throwing touchdown passes, <laughs> Kyler Murray can become a top 10 quarterback this year. Um, he's been showing that he can be really good. The rushing yards obviously really help. And against Atlanta, in any game, this is probably one that he could probably have a lot of success in. So I'm going to stream. I, I I mean, I'm not sure that he's streaming. He's probably not available. Possible. But yeah, because people are holding on to him. Some idiot drafted him. He did have 20-something points last week. Yeah. No, he's been, he's been decent so far this year. So... I would I would play him against Atlanta this week, and then I'm going to yeah. sit Carson Wentz against Minnesota. I know this sounds crazy because Carson Wentz is a top ten quarterback, but I feel like Carson Wentz is going to poop his pants and have like a twelve point game this week yeah. against Minnesota. And I could be wrong, but if he does do that, wouldn't you want to go pick up a streaming option and play mm, him you like would. Gardner Minshew or oh. Teddy Bridgewater in that or game? or Gardner Minshew again? Yeah. Um, Sounds so funny. gross to we like are, say start Gardner Minshew over like Carson Wentz. Yeah, for, it's funny we don't tell each other what we do for starter sit them. Yeah. Um, my original starts and sets for QBs this week were the exact same as yours. Yeah. Um, I decided to keep Carson Wentz mm-hmm. uh, because he is in Minnesota this week. A lot of people are going to start yeah. him. I don't like that matchup at all. I'd probably avoid right. him if you have a better option for sit. But my start of the week, I decided to change from Kyler Murray since you went with him. And yes. I'm going to go with um, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson this week, people kind of are getting nervous about him. He started off really, really, really hot. He had a good week last week. He, um, eh, for 12 points, is a good week. I thought that was the week before. 
No, he had 27 the week before. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but um, he's coming Forgive off a 12 me. point week. I nope. Some people are starting to get nervous about him. Yeah. Don't be. Uh, he's going to come out this week and get 20 plus fantasy points again. Okay. Um, start at my start at running backs for the week are or is Sony Michelle against the New York Giants. Um, the Patriots are whether you want to believe it or not are a running football team. Yes, they're probably going to give this. A lot. <laughs> okay, so regardless of whether Tom Brady throws the football a lot or not, they're going to give the ball to Sony Michelle because I truly believe that the Patriots will be up like twenty-one nothing before the half. Yeah, and like once that happens, Sony Michelle is going to get fed. I don't believe Burkhead's going to play in this game. He's so listed as questionable for tonight. Burkhead? Yes. Okay. Um, so I I would think Sony Michelle is a great start this week against New York, if especially if Rex Burkhead does not play. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. But Sonny Michelle, start at running back. And then my sit is Jordan Howard. So another Eagle against <laughs> Minnesota. Um, I cannot start Jordan Howard this week. I know. Yeah. But dude, he's been so good. He's been so good. Yeah, no, sit him against Minnesota. Uh you don't want to be the guy who started a average quarterback <laughs> against a really good defense. So sit Jordan Howard this week against Minnesota and roll with the punches. So not only is Sid Wentz, but also Sid Howard. I don't disagree. Uh, my, <laughs> you know, it's funny. My running back for the week in standard would have yeah. been Sony Michelle. Yeah. I was thinking about saying Sony. You said Sony, so I was like, ah, oh, dang it. Um, I am going with some interesting options at running back for this week. My start is Chris Thompson. Okay. Yes, Chris Thompson. I know, crazy. He's playing Miami this week, <laughs> who is probably the worst defense in the league. Yep. Um, with the new coaching change as well, I'm very fascinated to see how they'll use Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance they'll get him involved more. Okay. Um, he hasn't been bad this year in games that they've lost. Uh, he's consistently getting targeted in that offense. Right. Um, and I think in a good matchup against Miami, which is by far the best matchup they've had all year, mm-hmm. I think that it's realistic to see him getting in a half PPR or full PPR setting okay. in RB2 week. And getting like fifteen plus, like around fifteen to like sixteen, even twenty fantasy points in PPR. Um, and then my sit for the week is actually another interesting one that people will probably get mad at me about. It's Matt Burita. Okay, everybody's been high on Matt Burita after this week, and I get it. I do. He had eleven carries though, right? He Kevin Coleman had seventeen carries this past week. Um, <coughs> Burita had three targets, so he was yeah. involved in the offense. But it wasn't like he fully took over. He had 26 fantasy points. It was great. He's going to be good going forward. Yeah. But, like, let's slow the brakes a little bit. And he's going to play against the Rams the in L.A. this week. Pump the brakes. Um, I don't think he's going to go off. I could see a bust week from Matt Breda. Yep. Um, so that's my Senate running back. Start of the week for me at wide receiver is DJ Chark against New Orleans. Chark. Uh, I think Chark is going to have a really good day. Um, he's going up against a New Orleans pass defense that has given up a lot of fantasy points to running back. I mean, a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers, a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. So this should be a good week for the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. Um, and then my sit of the week at wide receiver is Golden Tate slash Sterling Shepard at New England. Um, New England is uh, this this t- this game tonight is just so garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really is. So uh, I'm gonna say. Whether I, I think one of these guys is not playing. Is Shepard not playing in this game? Oh, one of them earlier. was, yeah. I said that earlier. I, I think it's Shepard, yeah. Shepherd. yeah. But anyway, sit the wide receivers for the uh, New York sit Giants. Sit the team. Yeah, sit the whole team. But sit the wide receivers of the New York Giants. They're going to bust this week. All right, um, I'm going to try to go quicker a little bit. Uh, <laughs> my wide receiver is Calvin Ridley. It's because yep. I'm hungry. That's why I'm saying, saying to go quicker. A man, a man wants to eat, okay? <laughs> Calvin Ridley, uh, I think he's got a good matchup. He is boomer bust like we talked about earlier. Right, right. Um, but just that good matchup, I think Calvin Ridley's in line for a very good week and a potential high-scoring game. Um, my sit is Cortland Sutton, who, again, I love. But as we said earlier, I think it's best to sit him this week against Tennessee, which is a tough okay. matchup. Um, my start of the week at tight end. I had to think about that. My start of the week at tight end is Jimmy Graham versus Detroit. There's no analytics. 
I just feel There's like none. Jimmy There's Graham's going to throw a touchdown. I mean, uh, <laughs> wait, just stop right there. He's going to throw a touchdown. Jimmy this Graham week. is going to throw first. a touchdown. It's a trick play coming yeah. up. If this happens this week, I will replay. You're, that you're just going to become the, the coach. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think there is going to be a touchdown pass thrown to Jimmy Graham yeah. this week from Aaron Monday Night Rogers. Football against the Lions. It's yeah. very possible. Uh, and then uh, my sit of the week is Gerald Everett. He's been having some good weeks. You're riding Everett. <sighs> You're thinking he's going to be no, he's going to get absolutely demolished by San Francisco this week and become non-existent. Him and Tyler Higby, don't worry about it. You know, I said that last week, and then Joe Everett had 16 points. Um, if he has another week where he gets 15 points, I give up. I think we got to hop on that train, <laughs> just like Will Disley. Not against San Francisco, though. <laughs> yeah. My tight end start of the week is Mark Andrews if he plays, which I yeah. don't know if he will, but he has had weeks earlier this year where he didn't practice and played. Um, if he does play, it's home against Cincinnati. It's a great matchup for mm-hmm. him. Uh, I think Baltimore is going to have a great week. My sit, if he plays again, is Chris Herndon. Um, Herndon, I don't know if he's going to play, but if he does, people mm-hmm. are going to get excited about him. They had a lot of hype going into the year. Yep. Um, now Sam Donald's back too, so I should definitely start him. Let's calm down a little bit. Very tough matchup against Dallas, Yeah. and let's see him play first before we start him. Okay, there there we go. Starts and sits for week six are in the books, and so is our final episode for week six. We are almost uh, halfway through the season at this point, and things are flying, and I'm not sure I like it. Um, that is crazy. That, that is crazy. The year. It's crazy. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you on Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.